Welcome to another edition of MMA Gold Media Podcast, where every week we will bring you a summary of what happened in the world of the UFC. We will cover the most relevant breaking news, as well as interview clips from the most newsworthy personalities and fighters in our sport. Relax and listen up. After his first round win against Cyril Gaon, Jones stated in his Octagon interview, I'm so excited, I've been working for this for a long time. A lot of people thought I wouldn't even be coming back. I've been faithful to my goal. I've been faithful to the mission. Despite being quite an achievement for Jones, it doesn't appear he's going to take much time off to celebrate, since he's already made a claim for a potential fight at UFC 290 in July. You all want to see me beat up, Stipe? Jones shouted to the crowd at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Stipe Miosik, I hope you're training my guy. You're the greatest heavyweight of all time, and that's what I want. I want you real bad. Let's hear it from the man himself. So excited. I've been working this, I've been working for this for a long time. You know, a lot of people thought I wouldn't even be coming back. I would read that all the time. This dude's never coming back. Uh, but I've been, I've been, I've been faithful to my goal. I've been faithful to the mission. There were days where I did not want to train. And I was, I was always there. Oh, yeah, baby. Y'all want to see me beat him, Stipe? One thing I know about the UFC is we give the fans what they want to see. Stipe Miocic, I hope you're training, my guy. You're the greatest heavyweight of all time, and that's what I want. I want you real bad. Fighters' reaction to John Jones' rapid submission of Cyril Ghosn in UFC 285. John Jones returned from a three-year hiatus to defeat Cyril Gaon in the first round of their UFC 285 title fight, submitting the former interim heavyweight champion with ease. Gaon quickly tapped out when Jones applied a guillotine choke against the fence, making Jones the new heavyweight champion and reaffirming his position as the greatest of all time in MMA. Here's what other fighters had to say about it. Francis Ngannou wrote, Good job, Johnny boy. Sincerely, the heavyweight king. Sadiq Yusuf said, That's the goat, don't get it twisted. The pros react to UFC 285, most shocking moments. Alexa Grasso amazed everybody when she took advantage of a spinning back kick to take Valentina Shevchenko's back and secure a rear naked choke in round four, causing a major reaction in the UFC since she became the third Mexican-born UFC champion crowned this year. Bo Nickel exhibited his impressive skills, finishing the fight with an arm triangle submission at 2 minutes and 54 seconds of the opening round against Jamie Pickett. In the next fight, Shavkat Rachmanov emerged victorious against Jeff Neal with a third-round submission, executing a rarely-seen standing bulldog choke on Neal. Here are some of the reactions from the MMA community. Alexander Rakic said, Mexico has a women's flyweight champion. Great finish by Alexa Grasso. Kenny Florian wrote, Bo knows grappling, but he don't play though. Tanner Bozer exclaimed, Give both of them money, and then give Shafkat some extra for that finish. That fight was so good. Dana White grants unique exception to Jeff Neal at UFC 285. According to the UFC fighting rules, fighters who fail to make weight are not considered for post-fight performance bonuses. However, in a rare move, 
Dana White decided to award Jeff Neal a bonus at UFC 285 despite his weight miss. Both Rachmanov and Neal ended up receiving the 50,000 bonus for the Fight of the Night award. White said at the post-fight press conference, I don't give a sh**, I'm paying him anyway. Listen to it yourself. Nickel, Fight of the Night was, uh, yes, Neal, yes. Who said that? Rachmanov and, and Neil, absolutely. Neil didn't make weight, I don't give a shit, I'm paying him anyway. Islam Makachev alleges Michael Chandler intentionally lost fights to get the Conor McGregor bout. At UFC 285 in Las Vegas, Islam Makachev spoke to Caroline Pierce of BT Sport in a backstage interview. He alleged that Michael Chandler deliberately lost fights in order to be selected by Conor McGregor as an opponent for his next bout. He said, Connor chose Chandler. Chandler lose on purpose because if he beat a couple of guys, it's never gonna happen, you know, versus McGregor. Let's hear it. I'm not watching this because, you know, this boss, so smart guy. Connor choose Chandler. Chandler lose on purpose because if he beat a couple of guys, it's never gonna be happen, you know, versus McGregor. You think he lost on purpose? Of course, of course. He fight like crazy, like come from the street, you know. That's why they make the fight. John Jones makes cryptic promise for Stipe Miocic matchup. UFC heavyweight champion John Jones has hostile intentions for his possible first title defense against Stipe Miocic. Talks of a fight between Jones and Miocic have taken place for years, stemming back to Jones' reign as the UFC light heavyweight champion. Miocic is regarded by many as the greatest heavyweight in UFC history, a title that Jones covets. Ahead of their potential fight, Jones is highly confident he'll make the Miocic matchup look almost as easy as his performance against Gon. During his UFC 285 post-fight press conference, Jones sent an eerie message to Miocic. My whole world is gonna be focused on him. This is the biggest opportunity in my life to beat the heavyweight GOAT and I'm gonna give it everything I've got. Absolutely everything I've got. Jones said, listen closely. Say it respectfully to Stipe. I would take time off from being a firefighter right now. And I mean that with all due respect. Um, my whole world is gonna be focused on him. This is the biggest opportunity in my life to beat the heavyweight GOAT. And I'm gonna give it everything I got. Absolutely everything I got. Stipe's talking about the fact that he's heavier than me right now. Uh, you know, his head, his head's already in the wrong spot if he thinks weightlifting is gonna beat me. He'll never be younger than he is right now. He'll never be faster. And um, I'm gonna not only beat Stipe Miocic, I'm gonna finish Stipe Miocic before the championship rounds. Stipe Miocic hints that showdown against John Jones could be his final fight. The long-awaited return of the fighter that many consider to be mixed martial arts goat didn't come without some significant questions, but at UFC 285, Jones silenced virtually any doubters he may have had. Making his heavyweight debut, the 35-year-old needed just over two minutes to submit former interim heavyweight champion Cyril Ghosn and add a second UFC title to his already illustrious resume. Some of the UFC's best fighters were in attendance to take in the event, among them former heavyweight king Miocic. The 40-year-old caught up with ESPN MMA's Brett Okamoto after the event, 
and overall, he didn't sound especially blown away by Jones' performance. It's a fight, you know, Miocic said. He won, good for him, you know, hats off. But unfortunately, he's got to fight me in July. Listen closely. You've done it all. Getting a chance to fight John. Getting a chance to fight John Jones, the greatest of all time. Take him out. It's going to happen. Do you feel like that would be the last one for you? I feel like that, that's the one. Like, you go in, you win that, you just drop everything and walk out, right? I mean, yeah, we'll see what happens. But, uh, I mean, listen, one fight at a time. But, yeah, 100%, uh, she's going to go my way. When does training camp start? So we start. Bo Nickel responds to Jamie Pickett's possible appeal after UFC 285. Bo Nickel's promotional debut Saturday at UFC 285 was swift, but his victory will be formally appealed by opponent Jamie Pickett's team. The basis of the appeal revolves around a knee to the midsection by Nickel against the fence that occurred moments before a takedown that led to the finish. Pickett and his team think the shot was to the groin and illegal. Nickel was asked about this in the UFC 285 post-fight press conference and the former Penn State University wrestling standout denied the strike was a foul and was puzzled by Pickett's team's appeal proclamation. Take a listen. Um, I think, honestly, I, I know exactly what happened. I mean, I hit him in the, in the leg, in the thigh, and uh, I had him in a bad position on the wall, you know, so he wanted to get off the wall, um, and he wanted the ref to stop it, which, if I would have actually hit him low, I would feel bad because I don't want to win that way. Like, I don't like, I'm not a cheater. I'm not somebody that tries to take shortcuts. And so if I did hit him low, I would have just relaxed probably or just like let the ref stop it. But uh, I didn't hit him low at all. So it's a weird move, bro. Shavkat Rachmanov calls out two-time UFC title challenger. Shavkat Rachmanov called out Stephen Wonderboy Thompson for referring to him as a grappler. Before being matched up with Jeff Neal, Rachmanov was connected to rumors regarding a potential fight against Wonderboy. The matchup didn't materialize, but Thompson was candid about turning it down. The former two-time welterweight title challenger wasn't interested in fighting another grappling-heavy opponent. After an impressive performance against Neal at UFC 285, Rachmanov believes he proves to be more well-rounded than Thompson thought. Nomad addressed Wonderboy on Twitter by saying, Who's Grappler now? Once Wonderboy saw Rachmanov's comment on Twitter, he responded by saying, All due respect to you and your great performance, but zero out of four on takedowns doesn't make you not a grappler. Congratulations on your victory. Let's not forget you won by submission. But much love. Dan Hooker expects punishment from UFC for accusations against Islam Makashev. UFC lightweight Dan Hooker expects to face some form of consequences due to his allegations against champion Islam Makashev last month. During a recent interview with the All-Stars' John Hyun Ko, Hooker spoke in depth about the situation. While he doubled down on his firm claim that Makachev has actions to answer for, the New Zealander suggested he's likely to feel the wrath of UFC higher-ups instead. The UFC don't care and you Zada don't care. Hooker said, Why do you think I'm the guy that come out and said something? I don't care. You don't think that I know there are gonna be consequences for what I said. You don't think I'm gonna be punished for what I said? I just don't care. Take a look. I said something, though. like, why do you think I'm the guy that come out and said something? Like... I I don't care. Like I don't care. Like you don't you don't think that I know that there are going to be consequences for what I said. 
Do you not think I'm going to be punished for what I said? I just don't care. Like, am I going to have some shape-ups or some Dazakhstanis over the next couple of years in the lobby of UFC events? I'm sure I will. I'm sure I will. Do I care about confrontations um, <laughs> with other teams? No, I don't. Not a single battle. It's quite a uh, great performance from Jones. Um, not very surprising because I knew that uh, if I could out uh, out wrestle Cyril, Jones would be another story. He would have a hot night if Jones could have lay a, lay hand on him. But what I do notice is that Jones was rushing. Jones didn't want to give him space because he knew that I think he was afraid of something, maybe of getting exhausted at some point, not be able to like. Grab, it, grab him, so he was chasing him from the first minute to grab him. He worked out pretty good, but get me some, uh, tell, tell, tell me something. Like he wasn't very confident, he was rushing, which is good for him. Former UFC heavyweight champion Francis Ngannou feels John Jones might have been forced to take a rushed approach at UFC 285. Jones and Ngannou were expected to face off for the heavyweight title beginning in 2021, not long after Ngannou defended the belt against Gon at UFC 270. The fight never came to fruition, and it is very unlikely that the fight will ever happen. Despite his breakup with the UFC, Ngannou continues to pay close attention to the division he once reigned. He had a keen eye on the UFC 285 main event for as long as the fight lasted. While Ngannou was impressed by Jones' performance, he also pondered whether or not Jones would have faded quickly had he not gotten a quick submission. Daniel Cormier disagrees with John Jones returning to pound-for-pound -pound top spot. Former two-division UFC champion Daniel Cormier doesn't believe that John Jones' ascension to the pound-for-pound -pound top spot was warranted. In this week's rankings update, Jones climbed from number 10 to number 1 in the male pound-for-pound -pound order essentially rendering the heavy debate between previous throne occupier Alexander Volkanovsky and lightweight king Islam Makashev null and void. But for one of Jones' biggest rivals, that shouldn't be the case. During a recent episode of ESPN MMA's DC and RC show, Daniel Cormier reflected on the events of UFC 285, having called the action from Cage side alongside John Anik and Joe Rogan. I don't, in my opinion, believe he should be number one pound for pound, Cormier said. I think Alexander Volkanovsky should still stay there. I don't think he should be the number one pound for pound fighter in the world. Listen closely. For the, for the, my opinion, believe he should be number one pound for pound. I think Alexander Volkanovsky should still stay there. I don't think he should be the number one pound for pound fighter in the world, but I have no issue with it if people uh, have voted that. Yeah, but so, yes, so in the conversation, but again, it, but this makes it hard for me, right? Because then I come off as a bit bitter when in reality, I'm not bitter. I've always took this stance and I'm, st I'm staying with it. Stipe Miosik weighs in on the possibility of training with Daniel Cormier for John Jones' showdown. Stipe Miosik hasn't dismissed the idea of training with Daniel Cormier to prepare for a fight with John Jones, but it doesn't sound like it's something that's a part of his current plans. Miochik has been bombarded with questions about Jones following the latter's win at UFC 285, and during an interview with TMZ Sports, 
the 40-year-old was asked if he had any plans to train with his former opponent Cormier in order to prepare for the new heavyweight champion. No, no. I mean, maybe, maybe not, Miochik answered. I don't know. Right now, just gonna keep getting better and grinding away. And you know, make myself the best I can be. Let's hear it from the man himself. You know, clearly, obviously, you and DC had what was an amazing trilogy. I think you guys are kind of buddies and respect each other. Oh, yeah. He's a good guy. Yeah. Do, and, any thought to bring uh, DC in, Stipe, as a training partner for John Jones? No, no. I mean, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Right now, just uh, gonna keep just getting better and grinding away and, you know, just uh, make myself the best that I can be. Islam Makachev speaks out on challenges of fighting in Australia. Islam Makachev successfully defended his lightweight title for the first time against featherweight champion Alexander Volkanovsky. He journeyed to Australia, the home country of his challenger, to headline UFC 284. In an interview with TSN Sports' Aaron Bonsteeder, Makachev spoke about the advantage Volkanovsky held due to the lack of weight he had to cut from usual. He said, The people expect an easy fight from me like how I take him down, smash him there, but many things in Australia is different. Makachev said, take a look. Because the people expect from me like easy fight or how I take him down, smash him there, but you know, many things in the Australia is different. Like all fighters wake up early morning, they don't give us time for the recovery, but Volkanovski don't need some time for recovery, he don't, he don't cut too much weight. That's why, you know, all things from his side, area, Australia, like weather and weight, you know, but I just go, went to the Australia, beat the champion and I don't care, they give me the place or not, I just have my belt. Michael Chandler hints that Nate Diaz gave him advice on beating Conor McGregor. Ahead of his highly anticipated showdown with Conor McGregor, UFC lightweight contender Michael Chandler may have gotten a helping hand from a former opponent of the Irishman's. Chandler will no doubt be studying McGregor's past fights, and that will almost certainly include his two-fight series with Stockton star Nate Diaz, whom Chandler even interacted with while in attendance at UFC 285 this past weekend. Soon after the meeting, Iron hinted that the fan favorite may have passed on some advice when it comes to defeating McGregor. Maybe, maybe, Chandler told Inside Fighting whilst laughing. In terms of guidance ahead of a fight with McGregor, Chandler could certainly do worse than Diaz. The tough five lightweight victor handed the Irishman his first UFC defeat back in 2016, securing a submission victory in the main event of UFC 196. Let's take a look at what Chandler said. Real quick, I seen you chopping it. Sorry, I seen you chopping it up with Nate Diaz. Was was he giving you tips on how to beat Connor or what? Uh, well, maybe. He's beating him before. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. What, what, what he, were you guys saying? He said, "Don't you go win it because we're we're gonna do something." So. We'll... Connor McGregor versus Michael Chandler tough altercation revealed. For a long time, it seemed like Connor McGregor and Michael Chandler shared a friendly relationship, and their mutual desire to win came across as healthy competition. However, if UFC President Dana White's comments are to be believed, there is more to the story. During the UFC 285 post-fight press conference, Dana White disclosed that tensions flared between the two during the shoot for tough. According to White, 
the pair had to be separated since they developed a genuine disdain for one another throughout filming. They do not like each other now. A lot of went down on Friday. White said, take a listen. Chandler and, and Connor were very respectful to each other. And then some things started escalating that you'll see on the show. And yeah, they do not like each other now. A lot of went down on Friday. Yeah. Good for the show, though? Uh, I, I don't look at stuff that's good for the show or, or, or things like that. Whatever happens, happens. Um, the stuff that just happened shouldn't have happened. And I'm getting old, boys. I'm getting old. I would have been in there sooner back in the old days. But, yeah, not good. Eager Fight fans are waiting for more developments in the story, with new reports suggesting that the incident involved someone being slapped. Apparently, Conor McGregor jumped inside the cage after a fighter was knocked out and chaos ensued. Furthermore, the Nevada State Athletic Commission had to step in to de-escalate the situation. Dana White finally discloses what Conor McGregor's demands were, ahead of Tough 31. UFC President Dana White recently revealed the demands made in order for the promotion's biggest star to make its highly anticipated return. During a recent appearance on The Pat McAfee Show, the promotional frontman stated, Conor McGregor was going to coach this season of The Ultimate Fighter, and he's like, yeah, I'll do it, but I'm bringing two guys that I want to make it right onto the show. Let's hear it from the boss himself. When Conor McGregor was going to coach this season of The Ultimate Fighter, and he's like, yeah, I'll do it, but I'm bringing two guys that I want to make it right onto the show, you know? And then, of course, the fucking media, oh, that's not fair, and fucking, what happened to those guys? Shut the fuck up. What, what, what's <laughs> 30 episodes, 30 seasons of this thing, okay? I've given a lot of opportunities. Exactly. Yeah. So, so we'll take care of the guys that aren't on it, and we'll, this is what Connor wants, we'll, we'll, we'll give it to him. Okay. You know, just, just, those are just a couple of ideas. It could be video games, merchandise, I want to walk out, I want my flag, I want to do this. It's just, it's a laundry list of small shit. Islam Makachev rooting for Benil Dariush to beat Charles Oliveira. Reigning UFC lightweight champion Islam Makachev is fresh off his first, but perhaps not his last title defense against current 145-pound title holder Alexander Volkanovsky, spoiling the champ-champ dreams of the great featherweight kingpin. But what's next for him could depend on what happens between number 4-ranked lightweight contender Benil Dariush and former 155-pound champion Charles Oliveira, who collide on the recently announced UFC 288 pay-per-view card on May 6 in Newark. I hope Benil wins because I already beat Oliveira and I need some new challenge, Makachev told BT Sport. Listen closely. Honestly, I don't know. I hope Benil wins because I already beat Oliveira and... I need some new challenge, you know. Darius is going to be a good fight because this guy has good skills, striking skills, wrestling skills, and grappling skills. That's why it's going to be a good fight. Yeah, but, I think, yeah. But other Oliveira, if he wants rematch, if he beat, like, if he, good, if he show good performance, maybe he's going to be next. I don't know. That's all for this week's episode. Make sure to follow our show and tune in to next week's episode so you don't miss any details about the UFC. Thanks for listening. See you next week.